Hey guys, you got two bestie homeschooling mamas coming at you. I am Gail. And I'm Christina. And we are going to be chatting about being the mom that God has created you to be. That's what we've got going on today. And Christina is going to take it away. All right. Hey guys. So I wanted to share with you something that I came across earlier this week. It was a graphic and I'll have to try and find it for you guys. But it basically said something that stopped me in my tracks when I read it. Uh, What it said was, you can be replaced in just about anything that you do, except for in your home. And that just, like it took the breath out of me. Like, that is so true. And I never thought of it that way before. And anything that I do volunteering or for work or for anything, anything that we do, all of those busy schedules that we have, we can be replaced in all of it. Somebody else can do those things except for being the mom we are in our home and being the wife that we are in our home. Right. And that just, wow, that that is so important for us to remember. So I wanted to talk about, that's kind of where this episode came from. Awesome. I want to talk about what kind of mom God has called us to be because we are the only mom that our kids have and we want to be the best that we can be for them. So we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to do all the things all the time. There is no perfect Pinterest mom out there that doesn't exist despite all the things we see on social media. It doesn't exist. So all we have to do is do our very best to be the mom that God has called us to be. So let's talk about a few things that I think God is calling us to be. Okay. So the first one is a prayerful mom. God is calling us to be a prayerful mom. Prayer is our lifeline. God calls us to be a prayerful mom, seeking his guidance, wisdom, and strength. Pray for your children, pray for your family, and pray for yourself and your spouse. God listens and he answers in his perfect timing. Isn't that hard to like wrap your mind around though? It is. Like his perfect timing. His perfect timing. That's the part that always gets me. Yep. And I'm like, dude, your timing is not my timing. It's not always and the that's same timing. Super frustrating and that's hard. for me. But I'm a control freak. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to wrap, but if we are praying about everything. If we are praying about our relationships with our husband, with our kids, if we are praying about the things that make us anxious and worried, if we're taking all of those things to him, he hears us. Right. He loves us because he want we are his children and right. just like we want to give our kids the best and everything that they need. He wants to do the same thing for us. I absolutely agree. There's a really good verse for this. Philippians 4, 6, and it's, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And really this scripture Totally. I mean, it's really the way you're supposed to pray. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the Lord's Prayer gives you the entire layout of how you're supposed to pray. But really, this tells you by prayer, petition and thanksgiving. So be thankful, ask for what you need or what you want, you know, those kinds of things and be prayerful about it. 
in your request to God. Like mm-hmm. it gives you the layout several times about how to pray to God. Yes. Guys, it's very important for us to remember to do this often, mm-hmm. to be in relationship and to listen. So being still. Yes. In that. Yes. Yeah. So early on in um, my marriage, it was recommended to me that I read The Power of a Praying Wife. Mm-hmm. Have you read that mm-hmm. or heard of it? Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a Power of a Praying Mom. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing because it's a whole month's worth of prayers to pray over your husband or your children. And it just really kind of shaped my prayer life when it came to not praying for things that I need or want, but praying for the people that I love. Right. So if you haven't read those books, check those out because that was a great resource when early on for me. Another thing that's helpful, and I know that you have done this in the past, recent past also, is a prayer journal. Yes. And that helps with the whole issue of your timing versus God's timing. Yes. And also reflecting Mm -hmm. on what God has given and given and provisions and in what he does in what you're asking for. Absolutely. It's easy to focus on the things, the prayers that haven't been answered yet because right. they're they're constantly in the forefront of our brain, right? right. But it, when you're able to go back and read, look, yeah. even a month before, I just need to reread my, my prayers and you're so worried about the ones that aren't met. Yes. You're like, oh, but he's done all of this. A prayer journal is definitely... I see you over there. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm good. I'm not going to (laughs) cry. A prayer journal is definitely a way to not test him, but it's a way to track for you as a reminder of his goodness and things to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. That's that what it's saying, you know, prayer petition and Thanksgiving and a prayer journal will help you do that. Absolutely. I highly recommend. I am not a journaler. I'm per not either. Se. I don't. But I definitely bullet mm-hmm. point like kind of what my prayer Absolutely. was about. Absolutely. And then it's a good way to go back and be like, oh, that did get answered. Yeah. It's that reminder. He is here. He mm-hmm. is listening. He does care. Mm-hmm. Not that we should need those reminders, right. but we do. We're, We're human. human. Mm-hmm. We are sinners saved by the grace of the good Amen. Lord Jesus. Amen. God. Yes. So. <laughs> God calls us to be a prayerful mom. Please, please, please pray for your kids. If you're struggling with your kid, Mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is pray over them. Yes. Even when they're sleeping. Even when they don't know about it. Mm -hmm. I have gone into my kids' rooms. You don't even know how many times. Mm -hmm. And they don't know it. I know it sounds creepy, but I don't care. And I've gone into my kids' rooms when they're not home Mm -hmm. and prayed over their room. It's kind of like, have you ever seen War Room? Oh, yeah. Love War Room. If you have not seen War Room. This is why I have my prayer closet. Yes. Yes. Christina has a prayer closet. It's amazing. if you have not seen War Room, please take the hour and a half out of your life and go watch it. Mm -hmm. Please, please, please. It's so, so, so good. I own it. Like, I bought it on iTunes on my iMovies and it's amazing. If you go and watch it, it's like when she's in the house and she's telling the devil that he can't have her marriage and he can't have her kids and he can't have 
her husband and that Jesus is the Lord of her home. And so that's kind of what I feel like I do every time I go in their room, Mm -hmm. you know, and I pray over their room because I'm just like, you can't have this. Mm -hmm. You can't have it. There have been many times that that needs to be done in Mm -hmm. one particular child of mine. one of one of their rooms it definitely it it helps me with my anxiousness for sure Mm -hmm. um but i definitely feel like it's it's the only way i can fight Mm -hmm. and that's the thing right so many times in their life that is the only thing we will be able to do right especially Especially as they they get get older older. (laughs) yes love you (laughs) you know it it's that's the only thing we're going to be able to do. And I want to do that as often as yes. I can. Yes. As they get older, as they become grownups and they call us with their problems, you know, and those kinds of things. And that's literally the only thing you're going to be able to do. You're going to be able to say, I hear you, honey. I'm so sorry you're going through this. Do you want me to pray with you? Mm-hmm. Ask to pray with them as they're older. And if they say, no, I'm good, then get off the phone and pray for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. So while they're little, while they're in the house, it is okay to go into the room while they're sleeping, put hands on them and pray over those babies. Absolutely. Please do it. Yep. If you need to get some anointing oil and put it over their door jams, anoint the door jams. And and pray for them with them. So, you know. We do that every night with our little guy. But I, I mean, when they're having, yes, we do that too, right? But if they're having, if they're struggling with something while they're still in the home. So our oldest, I was dropping her off somewhere today, this evening, and she was anxious and she was just feeling nervous. And so before she got out of the door, I just stopped and I said, you know, Lord, keep her safe and help her to know that she is loved and protected and take away these anxieties. And thanks, mom. Thanks for praying for me. Mm -hmm. Them knowing that you're praying for them is important too. Right. Well, and I think that they, so for one of my kids, I'm not sure that that would be received super Mm. well at the Mm. moment. Okay. But yeah. So the, the praying in silence for that one might, Mm -hmm. might be the way to go at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, I don't know if that's true. I haven't really asked. And so maybe that's where I'm assuming. And you know what happens when you assume? (laughs) Well, I imagine as the kids, there are seasons, right? Right. What you do with the younger kids and how you pray for the younger kids is going to be very different than right. how you pray for the older ones. So right. in every season, there's going to be a different way to pray. But the key is is that we are praying for them. Right. right. Pray for those kiddos. Yeah. So the next type of mom I think God is calling us to be is a tough one. Be a forgiving mom. Yes. We all make mistakes. God calls us to be forgiving moms, both to our children and to ourselves. Did you hear that, mom? Forgive yourself. Show your kids the power of forgiveness, grace, and second chances. Hear that. I'm not just talking about, yes, forgive your kids. They're kids. They're going to make mistakes, right? But make sure you're forgiving yourself because we are our worst critics and we sometimes we're just too hard on ourselves. We're going to make mistakes. We are going to react certain ways that we wish we wouldn't have. We're not going to live up to whatever idea we had in our head for that school year or for that party or for that tradition, whatever it is. There's going to be things that we do that we're like, "Mm, man, 
I wish I would have done that differently, right? So forgive yourself. Know that you're not perfect. Uh, know that God loves you and that your kids love you. So while you're forgiving them, forgive yourself. The best Bible verse that we have found for this one, or the one that Chris found for this one that I thought was perfect was, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. And that's Matthew 4.14. This was important, though, for me to remember over the last couple of days, because the last couple of days have been absolutely horrific. And I have been a louder mom than I have wanted to be. Happens. I really had to forgive myself because I have not been the mom I wanted to be over the last couple of days. And I had to forgive him, too, because he really pushed all the buttons. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like it's on purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure it's not, but there are sometimes it really feels like it is. Yep. And so there's yeah. lots of forgiveness that has had to happen. Absolutely. I do feel like it's typically it's easier to for us as the moms to forgive them because yeah. there are kids, right? right? But we tend to struggle with forgiving ourselves. Right. Whether it's, you know, how we acted that day or even things in the past and our that that don't apply anymore, right? Right. But we carry around that guilt and God doesn't want that for us. No. And that shows them that example of us forgiving them, us forgiving ourselves, shows them the example of how they need to forgive others as well, how they need to forgive themselves. Right. So, yeah, it's important. It's an important thing. Absolutely. Okay, so the last one's a big one. Um, we need, God is calling us to be a God-centered mom. Above all, remember that God is the center of our journey as mothers. Stay connected to your faith and let God's love guide your parenting. Trust that he has a unique plan for each of your children. We need as moms to stay focused on God so that we can hear his leading in his direction. It all kind of ties together, right? We need right. to be able to to pray to do that and to forgive, but we need to stay focused on God. So, Miss Gail, do you have, what's your go-to, I'm going to stay, how do you stay focused on God? We do the Bible study. Mm-hmm. Lane and I do that together. Mm-hmm. And I think really, honestly, the best thing you can do for your kids is to have a God-fearing marriage. Mm, Yes. Showing them what it means to love your husband well. Mm -hmm. Having what good communication looks like in a marriage. Mm -hmm. um, What a God-centered marriage looks like Mm -hmm. is important as a mom. Mm -hmm. um, For an example for your kids, because if they're they're girls, you want them to know what it looks like to be a good wife. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they're boys, you want to know what it looks like to have a good wife mm-hmm. kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, and, and how you treat a husband. Yeah. Because I think the thing about it is, is that people don't always understand or kids don't always understand, you know, obviously the intricacies of marriage, which is understandable, but they understand love mm-hmm. They a know. very younger age. They They know what their parents' relationship is like. Absolutely. They understand like if the parents are being very cold to each other or if they don't spend time with each other or if they don't laugh and play. If they talk bad about each other. Right. I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is to be in the word together, Mm -hmm. to pray together. Mm -hmm. A really good 
scripture that you listed for us here. I think this is great as well. Start your children off in the way that they should go. And even when they're old, they will not turn from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that, again, when they see you studying in the Bible, and especially if you do it together, um, that shows them what a marriage looked like when they get older. Mm-hmm. Setting that, that example. super important. Yeah. We actually, that verse is kind of our, I wouldn't say it's our favorite verse per se, but it is our kind of our homeschool verse. Mm-hmm. This is one that we really focus on with our homeschooling because we want to, it's one of the reason, main reasons we homeschool is because we want to right. make sure that we are training them up the way they should go. Right. So, um, yeah. Yes. And I was going to say with the a, a way that we, very similar to what you were saying, the way that we keep God centered is the model of God is the head of our house, the triangle. Have you oh, seen? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So picture a triangle and yeah, God, God is at the, that. yep. God is at the top of the triangle and you and your husband are on the the bottom ends of the triangle. And as you grow closer to God, you're growing closer to each other. Um, You know, so we, we always make sure that we're putting God first and then putting our spouse next. And then comes the children as involved as we are with our kids schooling and their sports and all of their things. God comes first, our spouse comes next. And they know that, you know, the, the kids see that, and they know that. So that's something that we we want to be able to pass down to them so that when they are married, they can have strong relationships with their spouse and with God as well. Well, and it's a good picture, too, because when you have the triangle here and you've got God at the top and you guys at the bottom, and if you flip that around, even if you put the marriage above God, then it's going to wobble. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way a triangle is supposed to sit solid, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you build it this way and the kids are, you know, down here somewhere, God here, you guys here, and it's never tilted this way, then you'll never wobble. Yeah. So I think that never turning your triangle upside down on the tip. Yeah. You're never going to have that weeble wobble. Yep. It's easy to get distracted in the busyness of mom life. It's easy to forget that we're not just the taxi driver and we're not just the maid and we're not just the school teacher and we're not just the chef, chef right? <laughs> like the, that is a big part of who we are, right. but that's not who we are, right? right? Those things right. can all be replaced. They can. For a very high price. Right? For Yes. For a price I can't afford. Right. <laughs> I mean, when but, you put together what a, a, ma, a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom does... The chef, the chauffeur, the the maid, the all the things, the laundry, the laundress, or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. all the things. It's like close to half a million dollars so a year. A whole lot of jobs that we are doing. Yeah. So irreplaceable. Yep. Absolutely. Plus the love and the affection that you give your kids that they need that needs to come from you. Right. And and that's the priority. That's the, you know, those other things. Yeah. They'll get they'll done still at some be point. there. The dishes will be there in the morning. Right. The laundry will be there tomorrow. Somebody else can cook. Somebody else can clean. Some all the things. Yes, that that's our home. 
That's our responsibility. We want to do those things to the best of our ability. We need to honor what God has blessed us with. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the focus is that mom, that nobody else can replace me. Nobody else can be a mom to my kids. Now, I have amazing people in my life who step in and help out and, and do the things that community does for each other. Right. But it still doesn't change the fact that they're not me. Right. Right. Nobody else can be mom. So take your role seriously. Make it a priority. Whether you homeschool or not, embrace these qualities with open hearts and open arms. Remember, you are doing an incredible job. God sees you and God loves you. Here's the thing, too. If you're worried about it, you're probably doing a good job. Right? <laughs> Amen. Right? Okay, so. Seriously. I'm. If, if you're not worried about it, then you're probably not doing a ton. Right? If you're worried about it, if you're worried, am I a good enough mom? Then you're probably doing a great job mm-hmm. and you got to stop worrying because worrying is a sin. Which is that balance, right? Right. <laughs> God loves you. Don't you're doing worry. a good job. Don't worry because you're doing a good job. But if you're worrying, then you probably are an awesome mom. Yep. Absolutely. Just, just putting that out there. Very good point. Summed up the whole. <laughs> If you're worrying about if you're a good mom or not, you're probably doing just You're fine. doing a great job. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I worry all the time. <laughs> I know. And we have to, we have to take the, like, okay. So that's another thing with moms though. I know that's not one of our little pinpoints, but it is it's not. a bonus tip. Yeah. Bonus tip. <laughs> You've got to stop worrying guys. Yes. It's okay to make sure that you're in a place where you're making sure your kids are good for the next day or that you have funds for all of the bills and all of the things that we take care of. But sitting in worry and anxiousness, just like you said with your daughter, sitting in worry and sitting in anxiousness and sitting in panic, that is not what God has called us to do as moms. Because it makes you unproductive. It makes you unjoyful. And he's called us to be joyful and be the light. And so as a mom, as much as we worry, we need to remember to balance that worry off Mm -hmm. and seriously lay it at the feet of Christ. And these things that we talked about, being a prayerful mom, being a forgiving mom, being a God-centered mom, these things all help with that. Right. If you can focus on these things, that's going to absolutely help with that worry of what you're doing or not doing right. Yep. So, I mean, if you're worried that you're not a good enough mom, you're probably doing just fine and you need to just take that worry and lay it right there at Jesus's feet and be like, I'm good. We're, let's just move on with the next day. Mm-hmm. So I always remember what our, our old senior pastor used to say. Um, he retired a few years back and I miss it because he used to say it a lot. <laughs> he always used to say, sorrow looks back worry looks around and faith looks forward. And if this ever gets to Dr. Dawn somehow, (laughs) that has always meant the world to us. My husband says it a lot and we use Wilson for two all the time in our house. (laughs) That just means that we can agree or disagree and still go to heaven. That's what he always said in his sermons. And we miss Dr. Dawn at church a lot. (laughs) 
So we use that that quote in our house a lot. My husband says it all the time, especially when he notices that I'm worrying quite a bit. And I just think it's important. So make sure, you know, don't do that. Sorrow looks back, worry looks around, and faith looks forward. Mm-hmm. So we need to be looking forward. We need to be looking forward in faith. Yeah and laying whatever worries we have at the feet of Christ and just keep moving on with our day and being the mom that God has called us to be. Mm -hmm. God gave you specifically to your children. Right. You are the only mom that they need. No one else can do it better. You are doing a good job. So hear that. Hear regardless of how your day went, your week went, your month has gone. You're doing a good job, mama. Keep doing it. Keep going. Yep. All right, ladies. Well, if you found value in today's episode, we are so grateful that you're here and we are so grateful that you are enjoying our community. We ask that you like and subscribe and do all of the lovely things so that you get notices every time we load up an episode for you every Wednesday. And we just are so, again, so grateful that you're listening and that this is a blessing to you in your life. Find us on our socials and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And we just are, again, so grateful for you to be here. And uh, can't wait to uh, chat with you again next week. Christine is going to close this out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for each and every mama listening today. Thank you for blessing them with the children that they have. Thank you for putting them right where they need to be in this very moment. And I just pray that they would know that they are loved and to know that you are with them every step of the way and that they're doing a good job. Thank you for all of these blessings. Thank you for our children and our husbands and for this amazing walk that you have us on. Thank you for loving us so unconditionally, even though we are not always worthy. And uh, thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. It's in your holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends. Well, we'll be back next Wednesday and hope you have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye. Hey, bestie.